We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app america faces a choice this is battleground america here's tara servatius Time for the Insane Things of the Week podcast. Boy, this was a doozer. On this podcast, which we do weekly, I only break down things we've never seen before. We'll dive right in. Tax cuts for the rich from Democrats? Yep, you heard that right. Paid for by who again? Oh, the middle class? That's according to an analysis done by the nonpartisan Committee for Responsible Federal Budget. More broken promises from Joe Biden as a new study reveals the president's social spending bill would give wealthy Americans a tax cut 10 times bigger than the middle class. That's those members of the middle class that get a tax cut at all. 20 to 30 percent will see their taxes go up. It's in the Build Back Better plan. This new nonpartisan tax analysis is music to the ears of most millionaires, saying the president's Build Back Better bill gives a tax cut to about two-thirds of people making more than a million dollars while delivering bad news for the middle class, saying 20 to 30 percent of middle class households could pay more in taxes, potentially breaking the president's core promise to not raise taxes on anyone making less than $400,000. This as inflation hits a 30 year high with prices skyrocketing from fuel to food to furniture. Now, even former President Obama's Economic Council director admits hard times are here to stay. The policymakers in Washington, unfortunately, have almost every month been behind the curve. They said it was transitory. It doesn't look so transitory. This comes as the chairman of the Federal Reserve warns relief may not come until next summer, which has some Democrats worried about next year's midterms. Yep, they've definitively become the party. The Democrats have of the coastal elites, illegal immigrants, limousine liberals, big donors and big corporations. But that's not even the most insane part of this. No, no. The insane part is how the Democrats arrive at this tax cut for the wealthy. You know how they do it? They repeal Trump's tax increase on the wealthy. Yep, Trump's 2017 tax cuts cut taxes for almost everyone but the wealthy. Contrary to the lies the Democrats tell on a daily basis, they actually got a tax increase. The Democrats roll it back in Build Back Better. That's according to, if you want to share it with your liberal friends, who no doubt will be in disbelief, 
An article in the Daily Mail today, the richest Americans may get a tax cut 10 times bigger than the middle class under Biden's spending plans. New study finds. So be sure to share that widely. Oh, and this out today, too, from Jerome Powell. They kind of lied, the Biden administration did, about that whole transitory thing. Remember they started that claim back in June? It was only supposed to be a few months, they said. And how many months were a few exactly? Well, like three. Well, Jerome Powell, head of the Federal Reserve, isn't telling that lie anymore. Nope. It's going to be high inflation straight through next summer. You mean the summer of 2022? Uh-huh. Not new news to you if you listen to the Battleground podcast. But to the rest of the world, probably a shock. This comes as the chairman of the Federal Reserve warns relief may not come until next summer, which has some Democrats worried about next year's midterms. No, no, relief will not come pretty much for a decade if they pass the Build Back Better plan. And how do they know relief won't come till the spring? Oh, some kind of fancy schmancy shiny shoes COVID projection? Ha! No. That's when they'll begin to taper off all of the printing of cash they'll have to do just to pay for the infrastructure plan and what's left of Biden's stimulus from earlier this year. To put this in to a measure you can understand. The whole federal budget is about $4 trillion. We borrow almost half of it every year. Well, what just happened was Washington, D.C. helped itself to what is almost essentially a second budget this year. When you combine the $2 trillion for Biden's stimulus with the $1.5 trillion in the infrastructure plan, that's $3.5 trillion. Pretty much another federal budget. Yep, most of it paid for... How? This short 11-second clip is one of the most stunning of the week from Fox News. They just passed an infrastructure bill, but yet they haven't really clarified exactly how this, as well as the the BBB bill, is going to be paid for. Yes, that's because they'll be printing it with the printing press largely. Which leads to insane thing number six, the big breakup. This truly is stunning, folks. It shows you how completely off the rails the Democrats are. Oh, this does too. Did you see this headline from Fox News? Moderate Democrats trying to figure out how to brand themselves as normal. Like, you know, normal, functional human beings. Well, too late, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, which decided to dropkick Republicans. They didn't support a single one. Um, And they're a liberal-leaning organization, but they still would like to occasionally make some money that isn't confiscated by the Democrats and live in a regime that doesn't have inflation at the levels of Venezuela or Zimbabwe. Too late, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, which represents all the biggest big business names in America, realized that their sole support of Democrats might have been a mistake. They've been calling them out right or left, and now the chamber is in a cold panic, both about inflation caused by the Democrats' runaway spending and Democrats lying about how much runaway spending they're doing. In other words, how much inflation they're going to cause. Given that the chamber endorsed solely financially supported, and they were some of the biggest donors, I think they're number four or five um, on the donor list behind big tech for Democrats. Given that the chamber wrote so many checks, Um, Not too long ago, not even a year ago, this is a stunning breakup between the chamber and the Democrats right here. I'm just shocked the chamber didn't see it coming, didn't understand they were electing a doomsday cult that wants to destroy America and its economy. But somehow they didn't see that before they wrote the checks. Shame on them.
The Congressional Budget Office is working on a price tag for President Biden's reconciliation bill, but now the almost $2 trillion spending package is being accused of using gimmicks to cover up another $1 trillion in spending. That's right, the U.S. Chamber, which represents businesses, many of which are being adversely impacted by inflation, say that the reconciliation bill is not as advertised. They write in a statement, quote, we have the highest inflation in 31 years. Employers are struggling to fill a record number of job openings and the current draft of the reconciliation bill uses gimmicks to cover up well over one trillion in spending. It would be the height of irresponsibility for members of Congress to vote on this multi-trillion dollar tax and spend bill with no clear understanding of its true cost or the real world impact of the policies. In fact, I'm going to add here, Penn Wharton experts believe the actual cost would be 4.1 trillion. And it's not just inflation that's caused by more massive spending. The tax policy Center says 30% of middle income homes would pay more taxes in 2022, not just the super rich being taxed as President Biden has previously promised. So it was a lie. Are you keeping count there? According to the chamber's analysis, that means the Democrats would have helped themselves to the equivalent of the third federal budget this year if they passed the Build Back Better bill. Again, the typical federal budget is around four trillion we borrow about half of that so wait that would be passing three the equivalent of roughly three in a year Uh uh-huh wait that's almost 12 trillion dollars yeah it is well wait how big is the whole u.s economy Eh, about 21 t which is why i declared yesterday in yesterday's podcast the democrats are in an unmitigated destruction phase right now. It is literally just ripped down everything at any cost. Nobody is being listened to here. This is a runaway train manned by a doomsday cult and that they would not stop until they achieve the destruction they so desire or someone stops them. That's how it's going to go, folks. The destruction will not end. They do not care. It falls on deaf ears. Next up, insane thing number three. The actual story behind the Kyle Rittenhouse case, which until now nobody's heard. We do this in America. The media leaves half to two thirds of the facts out in these cases involving police shootings or Kyle Rittenhouse. And then we arrive at the trial where you can't and liberal police departments in places like the FBI can't withhold the evidence anymore. They have to present it in court and it all comes out. And shock ensues. It wasn't anything like the story the media told us. In fact, it looks like a pretty darn near clear-cut case of self-defense. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. If there's just one audio clip that sums up the whole delusion of the Kyle Rittenhouse trial that leaves you scratching your head as to whether charges were ever filed, that shows you what a different reality the media operates in from the actual real one, it's this clip from the Kenosha police detective who investigated the Rittenhouse case. He says, yeah, Kyle Rittenhouse only fired on people who were trying to hurt him. Wait, not the others? No, not the others. And this is a murder trial? You saw other people that were kind of, it wasn't a two or three person chase. There were multiple people kind of around Mr. Rittenhouse, some of them brandishing weapons, correct? There were people and there were people that were armed, absolutely. And those people who didn't attack him, he didn't fire at them, did he? Correct. The only people that he fired at were people that had either kicked him, uh, hit him with something, or pulled a gun on him when he's running down Sheridan Road, right? I would agree with that statement. And then this stunner. The testimony by Gage Gaskowitz, whose arm was partially blown off by Rittenhouse. I can't show you this part, but I'd look it up if I were you. It's stunning. It's a picture of Gaskowitz. Rittenhouse has fallen to the ground. He's on his side. Gaskowitz has a loaded gun to his head. Execution style. There's about a, yeah, 10 inches to a foot between the gun and Rittenhouse's head. That is when Rittenhouse fires. As admitted by Mr. Gaskowitz, the miracle here is the restraint Rittenhouse had. That he only shot him in the arm. Sir, look, I don't want to... Does this look like right now your arm is being shot? That looks like my bicep being vaporized, yes. Okay. And it's being vaporized as you're pointing your gun directly at him. Yes? Yes. Okay, so... When you were standing three to five feet from him with your arms up in the air, he never fired, right? It wasn't until you pointed your gun at him, advanced on him, with your gun, now your hands down, pointed at him, that he fired, right? Correct. Folks, this isn't a trial to decide murder or self-defense. This is a trial to decide whether Americans will be allowed to fight off Antifa and Black Lives Matter as they trash their cities. Never forget, on the night all of this happened with Rittenhouse, those thugs did $50 million worth of damage in a single night to Kenosha. And we were finally able to fully understand what Rittenhouse was doing as all this went down. He wasn't just walking around with a gun on his back looking for people to kill. We finally understand what drove the crowd to rage. Such a rage that they 
ran after him, screaming, kill him, kill him. By the way, one of the shocking things here was how the FBI withheld the video. They had thermal video from the helicopters they were watching with. Of course, they did nothing to intervene in any of this. (laughs) They're the FBI. We know whose side they're on. Um, But they withheld video. That would have changed the debate on all of this until the last minute when they had to hand it over. And it showed the kid. And yeah, he's a kid, 17, being chased by these violent adults, one of whom is a convicted child rapist, one of the guys that he shot. And we now know why he was doing this. And everybody missed this this week because they focused on the crying. But it was a statement right before the crying and the defense's explanation of it. He drove them, the crowd, to rage, murderous rage, because he also carried a fire extinguisher. He was going behind them, putting out the fires they were lighting. And for that, they decided to kill him. Or so they said. That's what they were chanting. Speaking of thuggery, that leads us to insane thing number four. Remember that letter that the National School Board Association wrote to the Biden administration, the DOJ? Asking them, oh, please, we're so worried about our school board members being hurt by these obnoxious non-Democrat parents that we need mm, the Patriot Act to be deployed. Oh, and the FBI and the DOJ for a campaign of terror against them. Could you please help? Pretty, pretty, please. Well, in response to that letter, the story went, our thoroughly and completely corrupt head of the Department of Injustice Our Attorney General Merrick Garland was forced to write his own memo sicking the FBI and the DOJ itself on these poor parents. Well, turns out that's not exactly how it went down. Fox News got a hold of internal emails, and it turns out that the National School Board Association didn't just write the letter asking for help. Nope. They coordinated the writing of the letter with the White House and get this, the DOJ. In other words, the whole thing was fake. A move designed to give the DOJ power to go after parents of kids who disagree with Democrats on the state level, at the local level, and to stick the FBI on them. It was a move to give themselves power. And Merrick Garland played along the whole time like, wow, I just got this letter and I had to react. I just didn't know. No, he didn't just get it. His agency helped to write it to give them the power for a reign of terror. Even law enforcement agencies consulted on the letter, Fox said. It didn't say which ones. That's got to be the FBI or the Department of Homeland Security or both. It's the same rubric. So what this is, is a power grab by the Department of Justice and the FBI, creating a supposed problem, as reported to them by the School Board Association, to give them cover to go into court and justify the use of the Patriot Act against regular American citizens who just don't like what the Democrats are doing at the local level. And the fact that this was written to justify the use of the Patriot Act is a thing of horror. The Patriot Act lowers the civil rights protections, the constitutional protection standards for groups of people believed to be terrorists. In order to do that, without being terrorists themselves or appearing to be, the Department of Justice, FBI, Department of Homeland Security needed an ask. They needed a request. They need a report to justify doing that. So they just wrote one with the school board association and passed it off 
as coming just from the school board associate. Folks, this is terrifying. This is the FBI, DOJ, Department of Homeland Security, definitely the DOJ. Um, and, and the FBI is essentially their law enforcement arm uh, looking to give themselves additional powers to essentially terrorize the citizenship and create political dissidents. Folks, this is scary. It also appears to contradict Merrick Garland's testimony under oath to Congress in which he said he was reacting to the request by the school board and just hadn't, you know, looked into the cases. Well, no, his agency helped the school board association write the letter. It shows you folks what they have planned and how far they'll go to stop any dissent against whatever the Democrats want to do. And these are supposed to be the highest justice agencies in the land. Which brings us to insane thing number three. The only terrorist group in America, the Department of Justice and the FBI just don't seem interested in. That'd be Black Lives Matter. Serious question. Are they a terrorist group? They just threatened riots, fire, bloodshed. Yep, that's what the leader of Black Lives Matter, Hawk Newsom, threatened. If the NYPD brings back its anti-crime unit. All an anti-crime unit does is focus on the most prolific criminals in an area. In other words, if there have been a rash of burglaries, what do they do? They pursue the gang that's doing it, right? You can't do that if you're just giving out traffic tickets all day. That's all they're doing. Almost every city in America has an anti-crime unit. It's standard policing. Yet they're threatening violence. Folks, look what we did, our side did, on January 6th which was basically misdemeanor trespassing. And a lot of folks who did it didn't even know you couldn't enter the building. They weren't violent at all. They just walked in because the Capitol Police were holding the doors open, uh, waving them in or just standing by as they walked by, sometimes taking selfies with them, right? This group, Can you imagine if a Trump-supporting group, a Tea Party group, something like that, threatened riots, fire, and bloodshed over some policy thing they didn't like? Oh, my God. The FBI crackdown would be immediate and severe. Keep people's doors kicked in, local television news called to watch it all. You know, the 22-member FBI SWAT team raid. Are you kidding me? But this is what they're threatening. This is what the left has wrought. And that is against Mayor-elect Eric Adams in New York. He's black and a former police officer. Which, by the way, brings us to the San Francisco Chronicle this week asking whether folks who commit burglaries should be arrested or whether the owners should be put on homeowners to just barricade themselves in their homes which is fair they wanted to know should we arrest these people folks this is where the left is going and from what you could see in new york where they're clearly losing control of black lives matter this is spinning out of control for them and i don't think they have the ability or the political will to stop their shock troops It's going to be interesting to keep our eye on it. Insane thing number two. One of the most telling things this week. A member of the Democrat squad, Pramila Jayapal, admitting to Chuck Todd on MSNBC that the Democrats don't have any intention of bringing down gas prices. They don't have a plan for it because they're not planning to do it. In fact, it is part of the plan. They're just hoping that folks will save some money somewhere else to make up for it. Listen to this incredible exchange. Is there anything you think the administration or you in Congress should attempt to do to alleviate the gas price pain? 
the gas price is an indication for families of other things that they are feeling. It isn't really that you have to reduce a gas price. What you have to do is reduce the cost for families so that they can manage. Now, we just cannot over, uh, you know, gloss over the fact that wages have also risen. So the actual impact that people are feeling right now is real, but it is also smaller. It's the fear that people have. So what can we do to alleviate that fear and any increase that they are seeing? It doesn't have to be through lowering gas prices. That's what I'm saying with Build Back Better. If we lower costs, that's what a family is looking at. That's what my families are saying is, look, you know, the gas is one thing, but if I can get my childcare paid for, heck, I'm in. You know, I'm good for that. So that's, I think, that's how we should be looking at it. Bottom line, folks, they want high gas prices. They don't intend to lower them or do anything that would lower them at all. This is why Jennifer Granholm, Energy Secretary, opened the week answering a similar question the same way. She laughed. And the question, you remember, was what can we do to increase domestic production she found that funny because the democrats don't intend to they want the price to go up not down deliberately and now insane thing number one all things shot all things pfizer so many shockers on this one this week it started with the ceo of pfizer albert borla describing anyone who would even question the shot in any way particularly if they have the the professional credentials to do so as a criminal. That's pretty rich coming from Pfizer, considering they paid the largest ever fine for criminal fraud in recorded U.S. history, $2.3 billion. There is a very small part of professionals which they circulate on Mm. purpose misinformation so that they will mislead those that they have concerned. Those people are criminals. They're not bad people. They're criminals because they literally costed millions of lives. And and should be treated as criminals as well, those who have done that. That was pretty rich, considering less than 48 hours later, we would learn from the British Medical Journal that contractors for Pfizer running clinical trials on the shot had committed fraud themselves, hiding, throwing out evidence of, and not following up with people who had side effects so that they then didn't have to report them so they could disappear them. Folks, this, I can't tell you how huge of a deal this is. Here's what happened. There was a contractor in Texas that ran some of their clinical trials, and what one of the whistleblowers found was that they were either disregarding side effects throwing the evidence away or not following up with people who reported side effects so they wouldn't have to report them as part of the trial. In the process, they made the side effects go away. The whistleblower gathered all the internal evidence, took it to the British Medical Journal. (laughs) No surprise there. Can't take it to the American Medical Journal. They're not interested in science, just propaganda. And the British Medical Journal reviewed it and published it. Now, the British Medical Journal is not a conspiracy site. It is a gold standard medical journal like the American Medical Journal, the New England Journal of Medicine, the Lancet. So this is a huge broadside against Pfizer here. Now, the contractor in question did just 2% of the clinical trials. Other different contractors did other ones. But here's the problem. If they found enough side effects to hide, 
What happened in the other trials? Are those contractors hiding the side effects too? Bet they are. Whatever the case is, this is a serious problem for a couple of reasons. The FDA just approved the shot for kids. Well, guess what particular shot trials they disregarded the side effects in? This particular Texas company. This should horrify you. The shot trials for children, for pregnant women, and for the booster. Which caused me to remember another article, another news story from back on October 20th when it was reported that OSHA, which is implementing Biden's vaccine mandate, changed its internal rules so employers wouldn't have to report side effects of the shot as if they didn't want anyone to know, as if they didn't want it recorded, that there are side effects, folks. Our government knows. They know there's side effects. They're taking steps to protect Pfizer and to hide it. But the question remains, how on earth in good conscience can the FDA not revoke its approval of this shot? How in good conscience can there be vaccine mandates for this shot at any school? And how on earth, if we can't trust Pfizer, if their contractor's been caught red-handed hiding side effects, can they make people's jobs, service in the military, um, kick them out of schools like colleges, universities for not taking a shot if Pfizer and its contractors have been caught hiding side effects? How, how, how can that happen? So keep your eye on this one next week. This is going to be fascinating to watch because will there be a reaction? Will there be any? Or will they just drone on and on? The corporations, the government, the media, it's safe, it's safe, it's safe, like zombies. I'm betting it'll be that. I'm betting they'll just pretend that this bombshell news didn't break. But here's the thing, folks. There's some people who are not pretending right now. In fact, they're salivating. They're trial lawyers. And Pfizer and Moderna are sitting on each over $20 billion worth of profits. Right now, under the PREP Act... The Health and Human Services Secretary, first under Trump and then under Biden, exempted Pfizer and Moderna from ever being legally liable for any kind of side effect. But the PREP Act says if there was any fraud or misconduct in the clinical trials, guess what gets waived? Their legal immunity. Folks, I'm talking all over the world, all over the country, all over the world. Trial attorneys stayed up all night. They did. They are digging deep into this. There is a way, a route now to those profits. And folks, we may have to rely on them. The pure motive of greed, of trying to get around uh, that legal protection and sue. It may be the only justice we get and the only real way to stop this thing. Put a halt to it. Let's hope the trial lawyers win. God, I never thought that'd come out of my mouth. Let's hope they get to the bottom of this. And I'm going to tell you what, they're already working on it. Guarantee they know there was a whistleblower blower in that first contractor. They're going after whistleblowers in the other. As fast as their little shiny shoes can take them. I hope they succeed. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 